see you in a moment. Usually, this hymn open our ears. Um, but I think it, it follows similar. Now, the Gospels all tell us the story of the resurrection. The oldest manuscripts that uh, uh, come from the Gospel of some of them wasn't. They were terrible. They were terrible. You get a slightly uh, richer picture in some ways. Mary does not know who this is. Even when and what happens? He speaks her name. And in hearing Each of the gospel writers is trying to tell us Very carefully, and looked at the different translations and the different readings, and is going on. Men on the sun, and they and the little boy spelled out the penalty.
story of, of uh, what happened with, with Nixon. And resigning as president, the only president to ever do that. Although over the years, I'm sure that Colson uh, was an atheist, and he ended up going to jail. The surprising thing was, uh, he became a Christian, he was converted, and uh, he really, really stuck with him because he spent the rest of his life working with prisoners, working with prisoners. And he said that when people would What word? Say, Watergate. Watergate. And nobody knew it better. Nobody knew it better than Chuck Colson. He was right in the center of it. That's why he was able to spend so many delightful years or whatever in jail. And he talked about John Dean. And he said, John Dean and Ron uh, discussed the situation with Nixon two weeks. Before the news broke. And Dean went and told the authorities everything. Everybody was... All of a sudden, everybody talked shit. Everybody. All the same, they're on the skin. They said, you're the most powerful people in the world, the most powerful men in the world. Couldn't even keep a secret for two weeks. And he said, now, look at the story of the disciples, and you'd say, okay, you have a group of disciples, and um, you Falling off the wagon, so to speak. Powerless men who don't seem to have a lot of law. And every single one of them, to their dying breath, was proclaiming that they had witnessed Christ. Resurrection. And what Colson said is that he said, Look, you'll die for the truth. But nobody, nobody goes. And it's a different way of looking at it. The, the reality of the resurrection, sometimes, it's not that we're looking at it too closely, it's that we're not getting the right distance and looking at it properly and seeing what it really has to say. Listening to the words. Because it goes beyond sad thing is we are poorer for it. Some have realized our, our lack through the generations. The gospel writers realized our lack. That's why they try as hard as they possibly can to share this message that goes beyond words. It goes beyond words, it goes beyond And the funny thing is, they recognize that. They know that. Artists know that. Poets know that. Musicians know that. I've shown a picture uh, before. I love this picture. And uh, uh, I also mentioned that uh, George Hunt, who's the priest, uh, head priest over at St. Vincent, said, this is holy. in common, I guess. Uh, well, one thing I should say, but this is, this is a uh, painting by a famous uh, artist named Caravaggio, and it's called the 
the, um, it's called the Call of uh, St. Matthew. Now, one of the interesting things about that part right here is that he's an artist, and he's trying to paint uh, a picture of a calling of one of the disciples. Now, obviously, the disciples didn't dress like this. Once again, trying to put it in the context of his own day. But the brilliance of Caravaggio is, is that we see, we see the What he wants us to be able to see is, is not simply the call, the authenticity of the call of Christ, but the authenticity of the response. Sometimes we can't see the call, but we can see the response. And we see, we see Matthew pointing to himself. Pointing to himself. That's what already wants us to see. That's not the call. Yes, it is. It's how he wants to show us the call. That they don't have the ability to explain in detail what cannot be explained in detail. They tell us to the best of their ability. And if we take a step back, we can get a clearer picture of the depth and the breadth of this miraculous occurrence that Jesus still lives. This is the challenge that we have. Can never be fully explained. We as the disciples will be able to witness as so many have Christ is alive. And that is certainly a story worth telling. Let us pray. Lord, as we share together today, we are grateful for the many gifts. And we are amazed at the mystery of life that is given to us without our knowledge, that we know nothing of its, of its giving, nothing before it. And we know nothing after it. Except what we proclaim and this mystery, this gift of Jesus Christ, the wonder of his life, death, and resurrection in the midst of a time where it seemed most unlikely and that the news was carried forth by those who would seem unable, unwilling to carry this even to their death. So we come together today. May we stand at the opening of the tomb and humbly recognize this wonderful mystery that was and is and shall ever be. For we are surrounded with the mystery of birth, the confusion of death, the disruption of life, questions that seem to have no answers for the suffering of so many. Why good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And we still have no answer. But may we understand that our limitation only opens us up 
to accept a mystery greater than ourselves. And for your love that is the creative aspect of this universe, and in through the gift of Christ, we may better understand what it means to be fully alive and fully human. Teach us ways to celebrate together each and every day. As we gather together today, we remember those who have suffered loss for the Scott family and the Bipps family and the McVeigh family. Those that have, have suffered along the way that continue to seek healing and blessing for Manny and Bill and Katie and Steve. For those brothers and sisters that we find around the world, those whom we disagree with, those who disagree with one another, help us to feel a shame. The shame of, of followers of yours by whatever name. when we have not learned the simple command to love as we would want to be loved, to be forgiven as we hope to be forgiven. So that the kingdom of God may be a reality, this is our hope and our prayer. Guide us as disciples. And so as we share together, we bring before you our heartfelt prayers and lift up the needs and the names of those within our hearts and our lives. So we remember all things and pray all things through Christ our Lord who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen.